and welcome to the Victory Devotional Podcast. We invite you to take the next few minutes to connect with God, hear His voice, and respond in worship and prayer. Here's today's message. Lord, thank you that you are our refuge. Lord, in times where shakings are happening all over us, we can remain steadfast and stable and firm. Lord, I thank you for the hope and the joy that we can find in you. And just like uh, uh, what we sang a while ago, I, I declare that in you we can do all things. Thank you, Lord. Speak to us. Refresh us. Encourage us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right. We're going to read Psalm chapter 5 today. It's, a, it's a 12 verses. So I decided let's read all of it because this is a really encouraging psalm. So... Let me read and follow along with me in verse 1. Give ear to my words, O Lord. Consider my groaning. Give attention to the sound of my cry, my King and my God. For to you do I pray. O Lord, in the morning you hear my voice. In the morning I prepare a sacrifice for you and watch. For you are not a God who delights in wickedness. Evil may not dwell with you. The boastful shall not stand before your eyes. You hate all evildoers. You destroy those who speak lies. The Lord abhors the bloodthirsty and deceitful men. In verse 7, But I, through the abundance of your steadfast love, will enter your house. I will bow down toward your holy temple in the fear of you. Lead me, O Lord, in your righteousness because of my enemies. Make your way straight before me, for there is no truth in their mouth. Their inmost self is destruction. Their throat is an open grave. They flatter with their tongue. Make them bear their guilt, O God. Let them fall by their own counsels. Because of the abundance of their transgressions, cast them out, for they have rebelled against you. But, in verse 11, let all who take refuge in you rejoice. Let them ever sing for joy and spread your protection over them that those who love your name may exult in you. For you bless the righteous, O Lord. You cover him with favor as with a shield. This is the word of God. Are you going through a rough time in your life right now? Is there any fear in your heart? Are you feeling down about your current circumstances? Because if that is you, then this psalm will encourage you. Now, to give a little background of this psalm, like Psalm chapter 3, this is a morning psalm. And some Bible scholars believe that this may have been written by David during a very tough personal crisis in his life caused by his son, his own son, Absalom. For those of you who are not familiar, Absalom uh, was David's son who rebelled against him and overthrew him as king. So si Absalom nagkudita, siya na yung king, and he was running after David, wanting to arrest him, either put him in jail or kill him. Now, how many of you know that's a rough time? Also, if you look at verse 10, verse 9, uh, the, the, this psalm talks about intrigues, deception. A lies and falsehoods. So, in other words, if you look at the context of this psalm, 
this psalm was written at a time where ungodly people like Absalom seemed to be winning and fake news were flourishing. So yung fake news po, hindi po yan modern times. Fake news have been going on ever since uh, from the time uh, of David. So Psalm chapter 5 and gives us an encouragement by giving two contrasts between the wicked and the godly. And every time you read the Bible and you encounter the word but, it's a literary device of the writers it's trying to emphasize a contrast between two things. So the first contrast that we're going to see that should encourage us is a contrast of description. See, in verse 7, it says, But I. Before this, it was describing the wicked and the ungodly. And then he said, But I, the godly, the righteous, the one who's following God, through the abundance of your steadfast love, will enter your house. I will bow down toward your holy temple in the fear of you. So for those who are thinking that the wicked, Absalom, the ungodly, uh, are seem to be winning. It seems like they're succeeding and they have it all. They have wealth, they have health, they have titles, they have positions, they have power. And you're getting discouraged. The psalmist said that the wicked, those people, will not dwell with God. It also says they shall not stand before Him. So it doesn't matter. In, in other words, they, will, they are without the presence of God. So even though they have wealth, they have health, they have title, position, power, they have influence, but they don't have the presence of God. So your eyes see something that looks really good, but beneath it is really bad. Why is that really bad? For those of you who might be thinking the presence of God is that 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 9. Let me read this to you. This was uh, the Apostle Paul talking about the judgment for the ungodly and the wicked. And he was describing hell. Verse 9, he said, They will suffer the punishment of eternal destruction away from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of His might. The description of hell was, of course, eternal punishment. Uh, uh, but yet one of those... And eternal destruction, but another description of hell is being away from the presence of God. So think about this. The ungodly, the wicked who seem to be winning, who seems to have all the success and the favor, the wealth, the health, the position, the power, and you're getting discouraged, but what you don't see is that they were they are away from the presence of God, which literally means they are living hell on earth. Because the presence of God is not with them. You, on the other hand, the godly, the righteous, the one who's following God, the one who's obeying His word, we have the presence of God. And what he said was, because I have the presence of God, I will enter His house. There's a choice. You see, we can choose to be bitter or we can choose to enter His house and enjoy His presence. And we know in Psalm chapter 16, verse 11, what the presence of God does. And let me read that to you. It says, You make known to me the path of life. In your presence there is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. 
because we have the presence of God, we have fullness of joy. We have pleasures and fulfillment that no money, no success, no wealth, no favor can ever buy. We are in a better place. Which leads us to the second contrast. The second contrast is not just a contrast of description. It is a contrast of destiny. The final destination. Where we're going. Okay, he talked about the destiny of the wicked and the ungodly. But in verse 11, it says, But let all who take refuge in you rejoice. Let them sing joyful praises forever. Spread your protection over them, that all who love your name may be filled with joy. This is uh, the NLT version. I mean, think about that. Joy is a promise. From verse 11, we're going to see three things. The promise of joy. Rejoice, joyful, joy, inulit-ulit. If you are walking with God, if you are godly, if you are obeying God, there is a promise of joy. It doesn't matter what's happening inside you. It doesn't matter what's happening around you. It doesn't matter what's happening in our nation. It doesn't matter what's happening in the world. Your destiny is joy. The second thing we're going to see here is in verse 11 is the permission to be joyful. Uh, the Bible says, let them sing joyful songs. Make no mistake, sadness, grief, sorrow, heartbreak, pain, these are natural human emotions that we experience when bad things happen to us. So naturally, pag may hindi maganda nangyayari, we experience this. Yet, yet, God is asking us and God is allowing us and God is giving us permission to be joyful even in the midst of the most unpleasant situation you find yourself in. God is saying, let them sing joyful praises. So whatever you're going through, God is giving you permission. Sing those joyful praises. Shout it. Say it. Because that is our destiny. And lastly, there is a precept to rejoice in verse 11. A precept is a command, which we can find in Philippians chapter 4, verse 4 as well. Paul said, and this is interesting because Paul was in prison. He was in, in one of the most unpleasant situations you can ever find yourself in. Paul said, rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, not just once, rejoice. And you might think, how can I command joy? You, you ask that question because sometimes we mistake happiness and joy. They are two different things. Happiness is an emotion that's dependent on what happens around us. We can't control that. But joy, joy is something internal. Joy is something that is inside us. Joy is a promise of God. Joy is God's gift to us. Joy is a fruit of the Spirit, and it can never be taken away from us. So no matter what's happening in us, around us, in our nation, and in our world, we can obey this command to rejoice. Let's end with a word of prayer and then a worship. Lord, thank you for you promised joy for us. 
Lord, I pray for those of us who are getting discouraged. Sometimes there's a few who are getting disillusioned. Like, Lord, I thought if I do this, Lord, I thought if, if I follow you, then this will happen. And yet it seems like ungodly people are winning, ungodly people and the wicked people are flourishing. But Lord, I pray that in the midst of the discouragement, you would infuse a new joy. Lord, I pray that we will choose to enter your house. And I pray that we will find the fullness of joy and the pleasure and the fulfillment of being with you. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's worship God one more time as we end this devotional. Though fear may come, I'm holding on, I'm holding on to you. Though fear may come, I'm holding on, I'm holding on to you. Though fear may come, I'm holding on, I'm holding on. Thank you, Lord. As we end this uh, this morning worship and prayer, let me give you a benediction. It is in Romans chapter 15, verse 13. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. Thank you, everyone. God bless you. Have a great day. Thanks for joining us today. We hope this helps you build a habit of hearing from God daily. For more messages like these, follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to watch these messages live every morning, visit us on facebook.com slash victoryph.